You're listening to the Analuya podcast, where faith and animation collide. Each episode, we'll discuss the various topics in animated movies and TV shows, while also sharing our thoughts and opinions as they relate to faith and spirituality. Get ready to raise a hallelujah. It's time for Analuya. And you're locked into another episode of the Analuya podcast. My name is Josh, and have we got an episode for you today? Oh my gosh, I sound like a you know, kid's uh, preschool program. Have we got a show for you? It's the whole VeggieTales truth that I'm doing. Now, we know that this month we've had a couple guests, and this is just the month of the guest. We will have one next week for our kind of like Black Friday. Well, it's not really a themed episode. It's just coming out on Black Friday. So it's just our Black Friday episode. So for next week's episode, make sure that you listen to the audio version as well as watch the video version because we will be kind of giving you a quote-unquote sneak peek at what is going to be coming in 2023. We've given little tidbits here and there out on our social media, especially on Instagram. Instagram is going to be the best place to go to keep up with everything that's in the loop. We do have stuff out on Facebook and Twitter, but Instagram is where we are mostly on. That's how you're going to be the most up-to-date with what is going on with Analuya. This week, however, it's just a regular Josh and Rebecca episode, and I'm going to toss it over to my lovely wife, who's wearing one of her new sweaters, Rebecca. Hello. Yes, I am wearing a new sweater. Um, I, I'm really liking this, so... I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I've been doing Stitch Fix past well, almost a year, I guess. And it's really great. I enjoy Stitch Fix a lot. Although I think I need to do, I need to cancel it because I don't need, I've got got the boxes coming like every other month right now. And that that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, if you don't know what Stitch Fix is, it's a like clothing subscription box, but they do clothing and shoes and jewelry and purses and things like that. Um, there's guys too. They do like belts and stuff for guys. Yeah. I subscribed to it for uh, a little bit, but you have it on pause right now, but yeah, they, they got a lot of good stuff. Great fits, really stylish. So, uh, I enjoyed it for the time being. I'll probably pick it, pick it, uh, back up again sometime next year. So this week's episode actually comes to us in the form of a suggestion from one of the uh, people we see at dance class or at least uh dance parties on fridays that we go to he's a um he's an intern yes yes dance instructor intern so phil if you're listening and we hope you are because <laughs> you suggested it we're gonna be doing tarzan That's right, good old Tarzan, and it it's it's one of Disney's finest because, well, honestly, who doesn't like Phil Collins? Phil Collins is great. I gotta say, anytime he's done like music for movies, it's always fantastic. He did the not if not all the majority of the soundtrack. I think he did write all of the songs. Um, he wrote the songs and performed them. I I think for the most part. Yeah, I believe right. He also did a good amount, or at least one of the songs in later films, such as like Brother Bear. I know he did like one or two of those. Yeah, I think he's part. He partnered with Disney to do I was like a couple of movies he's been involved in. But yeah, he's great. 
I like him a lot. He's a good, like, solid performer and songwriter. And yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, good old, good old Phil Collins. And so Phil, not Phil Collins, but <laughs> Phil from Dance. <laughs> the other Phil. That's, that's really why he likes us so much. Yeah. <laughs> so to give you a little bit of a synopsis in case you have never seen Disney's Tarzan, essentially a man growing up in the jungle due to an unfortunate circumstance no longer had human parents. Human he, parents. <laughs> it's funny the way you say that. I mean, he I no mean, longer had human uh, parents, yeah. but he does gain gorilla parents. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, he's adopted by a family of gorillas. He learns the ways of the animals and everything because that's all he always known until humans show up in the jungle and there is a meeting of both Tarzan, our main character, Jane, one of the other main characters. This brings us to the topic for this episode, which is finding your place, sense of the line, and also kind of like the trope that we talked about last week of found family, but more importantly, more importantly related to biblical standards, the adoption doctrine of God. Indeed, yes. Two very important things. Now, before we get into the main topic for today's episode, I want to say I had not watched Tarzan for several years, and I forgot how good it was. Same. Yeah, it had been a long time since I've seen Tarzan, and it it still still hits home. still really, really good. I like it a lot. And Tarzan came out, I want to say it was 90s. So Tarzan actually came out in 1999. Wow, turn of the century right there. Mm-hmm, yeah, June 18th. So it was a summer blockbuster. Oh, you know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? What did it get? 89%. That's about right. Yeah, solid, solid. Was that audience or critic review? I guess critic, because it's the tomato meter. Yeah. Is that the, that's the critics? Yes. So, yes, 89% for the tomato meter critics. Um, do you know what the audience score was? Mm, 75. Yes. 75% audience score. Why? Generally, it's the other way around right? where it's audience is higher than the tomato meter or the critics um, kind of rating. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, like, why are the critics so harsh? Well, it's in the name. Or so forgiving, I guess. Oh, ha, ha <laughs> so funny. <laughs> So again, let's go ahead and get into the main topic, which you have a few verses of that or a couple for the doctrine of adoption. For those of you who don't know, we talked about this briefly on our last episode with Spy Family, and it's that whole idea of found family, where if you are a Christian, you're automatically adopted into God's family. He calls you a son and or daughter. And you have an internal dwelling place when you pass on this earth. So this earth is kind of like, it's it's not our home for those of us who are followers of Christ. I've heard them said that we're just merely passing through. And in the song that we played just a few moments ago, Two Worlds, One Family, I liken that to the idea of heaven and earth. We're living on this we're, we're living on this earth to not be of it, but be, be a light unto it. Just as when Jesus was walking on the earth, 
he was the salt of the earth, he was being the beacon of light, until he ascended into heaven, and then gave us the responsibility to carry out that message. Yeah, so the idea of being in the world but not of the world actually comes from John 17, um, 15 through 16. And I've got the amplified version open because, I don't know, I, I like the amplified version. Not all the time, but it's nice for this one. Um, this is Jesus speaking to God. He's praying for us, actually. Um, praying for the those people that are here, the Christians, really, um, and the Jews, Jew, Jewish people at the time. Anyway, um, so Jesus says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them and protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes and make them holy. Your word is truth. And then I love 18, verse 18 as well. Just as you commissioned and sent me into the world, I have also commissioned and sent them, believers, into the world. Um, but yeah, this idea that Jesus actually says they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Yeah, that's pretty clear. It's because we we belong. Uh, well, the Bible very specifically says that we are made new creations when we become Christians and we say, all right, God, I surrender. I give you everything. I I want this. I'm going to choose to follow you. Um, that in that moment, we become new creations. And so we can be a part of the family of God. And liking this and make it applicable to the movie of Tarzan, Tarzan is in a world, in a family, that he doesn't really fit into because these are the different species. Again, human, living amongst gorillas, other animals, monkeys, elephants, what have you. And I think at least many points in my life, and probably many of you listening, that you have felt out of place, like you don't belong. In high school, I know we all felt that way. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's a person alive who didn't feel out of place. If you had like a special interest, you were kind of exiled if it wasn't like the norm. For those of you who are otakus and weaves and all that, I mean, we had a hard enough time as it was. And now we're just recently being accepted as a general society. It feels that way. Yeah. With feeling out of place, when you are living of this world, I, I believe that everybody tries to find a sense of purpose and belonging. But I think that first step is to recognize your creator first um, to assist you in finding that purpose. Well, right. Where do we get our, I mean, we've talked quite a bit about identity on this show and um, we continue to talk about it because it's so important and our identity and our purpose, it comes from God and comes from our relationship with him. He has good things that he's already set before us. Um, that, the Bible tells us that. And um, gifts and talents that he's given us. And, you know, that plays a part in our purpose. And of course, we all have the, the overarching purpose of going out and making disciples. That's a big part of our purpose, our sort of global purpose. And then individually, we've got get different gifts and talents that we have and how are we going to use that. And I don't remember my point of even talking about this because I started talk thinking about our next week's episode. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, we're really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the point of talking about that? Do you remember? <laughs> purpose, our purpose, our identity. Okay, I got there. Our identity. 
Yeah. So our identity obviously comes from the Bible and that's where we look. So just like Tarzan is is thinking he needs to gain Kurt Jack's approval in order to be a part of the family. Um, so he does everything he possibly can to make him happy. He does everything he can to make Kurt Jack happy. And it's it's never enough. It's never enough. And, you know, I think about we try to do that here on earth. We try to make other people happy. And that's not who we're trying to please. Not really who we, that's not who we shouldn't, we shouldn't be trying to please the people that are here on the earth. Um, It's God that matters. And he's the one who tells us who we are. And uh, when we get among, among people who are, are our own species, if you will, those who are like other Christians, it becomes much clearer to see our identity. And when we read the Bible, we see, oh, that's who I am. That's what I need to um, to to be about. Um, I know you're going to roll your eyes, Josh, but I've been reading Romans again. Oh, good old Romans. Ooh, it's fantastic, y'all. Okay. Um, but I've been in Romans 12, I believe 10 through 21, and that's where it talks about Christian ethics. And Paul is telling both the Christians and the Jews, or Jewish Christians, either way, um, he's telling them, hey, this is how you live life. This is your 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 compass, if you will. Um, this is, you know, outdo one another in honor and love each other and forgive each other and and all of these wonderful things. So that was uh, that was really good. And then I was reading earlier today too, in uh, a brand new app my mom told me about. Actually, it's called Lectio three sixty five, and it's put out by the guys in the UK who started the twenty four seven prayer movement, which is an awesome prayer movement. Love it. Anyway, they they created this app that helps you to pray and. Um, and meditate on scripture morning and night, and it sends you a little reminder. Anyway, I did one today, and it was on Matthew 5, 43 through 48, where Jesus is talking about loving your enemies. And this is what you're supposed to do. I mean, if you love those who love you, well, even pagans do that. You know, <laughs> even the people who, who aren't in our tribe they they do that. So what's going to make you stand out? Love your enemies because God loved you when you were still his enemy. It's a bit of a random tangent, um, but good things. <laughs> that's where identity does. I was like, where, what was I talking about? That's where identity comes from. That comes from the Bible. We learn about who we are and how we're supposed to act from the word of God. And, you know, obviously Tarzan doesn't have that. He's, he's in the jungle, you know, <laughs> but um, I think if he he had the Bible and he was a Christian, you know, uh, that would be where he could go and should go. 100% agree on that. And Kala tries to comfort him when Tarzan yeah. is a kid because he goes to like this, um, like this little like muddy place oh, in, in the yeah. jungle and tries to make himself, you know, see like a little more like the gorilla and saying, you know, I, I don't understand like Kerjack, you know, can something I'm not like everybody else because like, well you have one nose and two ears and I have a nose two ears and two hands and so when they press their hands up against each other he's he's trying really hard to like see the 
similarities, but he knows in his heart of hearts he is different. Yeah, he does. Poor thing. Man, that must have been hard to grow up with, for sure. And the song that we go into from that is Son of Man. Yeah, great song. It is a great song. I'll play a little bit of that for you here. Because this montage, if you will, is all about Tarzan growing up, really finding kind of himself, if you will, or starting to. So let's kind of delve into those lyrics a little bit. I definitely think you can make the parallel, honestly, of that song and Jesus. I mean, he, he literally says son of son, man, son of man, which Jesus yeah. was called in the Bible. Speaking like worldly, this is more the coming of age yeah. song, but yeah, son of man. So we have in the song, we have the lyrics of... And learning you will teach, and teaching you will learn, which I think is very applicable to all of us because for those of us who are Christians, we we learn through teachings of Jesus and teachings taught through pastors and um, people in ministry. And then, Becca, just as you said, going out and delivering the good news, the Great Commission, kind of like we're teaching, and that helps us learn more how this better understanding. You're learning what approaches work, what approaches don't work. Kind of like us with this podcast, we are doing, what we do, to put it simply, is making redemptive analogies. Yeah, someone told us uh, recently that that's what we were doing, and they, they described what it was, and I was like, <gasps> That's exactly what we do. We use the world around us, pop culture, and we try to make analogies to Christ so that we can share the gospel with people. And I do agree too with what you were just saying about, you know, you'll you'll learn um through teaching and then in teaching, we learn so much when we teach others because it it keeps us accountable, honestly for for what we know and for keeping us up to date with what what we're doing and um it's uh that's discipleship but going back to son of man which i would love to kind of know the idea like what the brainstorming session of that song like what went behind it and why they landed on that title for a song i just think it's very interesting i mean they probably didn't have any biblical implications in their minds behind it but i mean i don't know maybe 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 because the um the chorus is son of man look to the sky lift your spirit set it free someday you'll walk tall with pride son of man a man in time you'll be maybe not the pride part but like the rest of it, (laughs) there's a certain level of pride that's good but when pride rules everything no that's not good. Humble pride? Is that a thing? No. Jesus hates pride. <laughs> no. Get out. <laughs> I think there's a certain level of like, don't hate yourself. 
like self-loathing, self-loathing is not good. And that's like one end of the spectrum, self-loathing, bad, but then full of pride, loving yourself, also bad. There's a meeting in the middle of a healthy way to be. Um, anyway, but those lyrics, I mean, that's really interesting. Look up to the sky. Many people look up to the sky for God, even though he's everywhere. It doesn't, you know, have to look up to the sky and then lift your spirit, set it free. I mean, Holy Spirit, set Holy Spirit free into the world. I guess we can make that argument. Yeah, you could, you could definitely correlate it to that. Some people might say it's a stretch, but I mean, eh, you know. Yeah, it is interesting though. Why, why son of man? Why not son of a woman? Son of a gorilla. I mean, I guess son of man just like rolls off the tongue, like son of man and man meaning like not a man, but like humankind men is sort of all, all of humanity, son of man. So I think that's where they're coming from. Let's skip on down to a bit later in the in the movie where Tarzan meets Jane. Ooh, Tarzan and Jane, classic. And I'm liking uh, I'm I'm liking this to when a believer comes in contact with another believer. You may have different beliefs on doctrine and theology and all that, but your core beliefs they're aligned. And there's this moment when Tarzan meets Jane, they're in the tree, he saved her from these wild baboons, and he takes off her glove, and he does the, the hand press, it's like, wow, okay, this is, this is more like me, and he's trying to find that similarity, he's trying to communicate and belong with this, hey, this is new, but it's somehow familiar. <laughs> Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I see. Tarzan. Oh, I see. No, 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 no. <clears throat> I'm Jane. No, 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 no. <clears throat> I'm Jane. No, no. Jane. Tarzan. Jane. Jane. Exactly. I think we've all had that experience, though, when we're trying to find similarities within the same faith. It's like, oh, well, I'm a Baptist. You're a Methodist. You're. Well, uh, that's not too different. Well, I, you know, now, you go from from charismatic though, or Pentecostal to Baptist. That's different. That's yeah, very different. You'll get arrested if you raise your hand in the Baptist church. That's true. Well, just about anyway. <laughs> I know because I grew up in a Baptist church. Yeah. What's you, funny you, is I grew up Baptist <laughs> and you grew up Pentecostal. You were the arrested who didn't raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, right. The opposite problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that scene that we played just a little bit of is very impactful. And I think it's beautifully done might i add yeah i um, love just that scene. the expressions on both of their faces where you see that you see the, the little gears moving that this is different but yet the same yeah and i that's something that you know like the hand press 
for Tarzan told him, oh, this is someone like me. The The hand press in, in Christianity to me is that we believe Jesus came as the sacrificial lamb, God in the flesh, to take away the sins of the world and that he is alive again. That is the cornerstone, everything we believe, everything. Without that, we have nothing, really. I mean, I mean, you're right. If God was, uh, sorry, Jesus was not the son of man. He wasn't born of the virgin and he didn't die for our sins and rose again three days later after his um, crucifixion. Then we have nothing to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. And what's beautiful is that he is both son of man through Mary and son of God. He is God, not just son of God. He is God. And um, that's an important distinction. He was both both man and God. And I really like how the film progresses, where there is also relating this to the song Strangers Like Me. And that is where Tarzan is learning more. It's like, okay, different, different. But this is also somehow familiar. And they're going through all these uh, pictures on the projector that they're showing him uh, different customs in, in England and around other humans and people. And he's just so fascinated. It's like when you first become a new believer and you're learning about all these things, the, the Christianese, if you will, and listen more of to contemporary Christian music and kind of like it's kind of the complete 180 um, when you think about it. Not certainly not all at once, certainly not overnight. It's definitely a process. Oh, to learn about all these things, yes, right. Just like with Tarzan, he's not showing these things like, oh man, I want to be you, and then I want to go to England with you guys. Uh, not so, initially. Yeah, not not initially. He's like, well, uh, I mean, this is, uh, uh, I want to stay with the gorillas. Yeah, and he he only, in the end, he, he said that he would go to England because he was tricked into thinking yes, that... Yes, by good old Clayton. Mm-hmm. Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. definitely the antagonist of the movie. Oh, yes. He's the one that doesn't... Well, I mean, so if we're relating... He's the black sheep of the adopted family. Well, he's not... uh, There are people... There are people among us who... How to say this? Oh, there are people among us who are wolf in sheep's clothing. And I think that's what's going on here with Clayton. Well, yeah, and this comes out later, later in the movie because... Clayton is having this facade. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to help you find the gorillas, you know, for your research. Or really, he's looking to make a profit. What's going on here? Clayton! Clayton, help! <clears throat> Have we met? Ah, yes! The ape man. <clears throat> Clayton, you... I said sorry about the rude welcome, old boy, but I couldn't have you making a scene when we put your furry friends in their cages. (laughs) Why? Why? For 300 pounds sterling a head. Actually, I have you to thank, my boy. 
couldn't have done it without When you're trying to do the good thing for the right reason and just get the wool pulled over your eyes, the rug run from under you. Because he, he was doing this because under the guise of, well, you want Jane to stay, you know, the gorillas is really why she came to 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 this jungle and to meet them, spend time with them, learn more about them. And yet, because of you, she's not going to get to do any of that. And also because of you, you now put your family in danger for a profit. That's a lot that poor Tarzan had on his shoulders, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, oof, in that moment, he must have been so mad. Well, and they, they took him and put him below deck on on the ship and he was mad he was bouncing all over the place trying to find a way to get out and he wasn't wasn't able but then his friends came to save him he yay yep, was it tantor and yeah, turk turk yep. who okay I t, squ- the, t squared <laughs> <laughs> i for the longest time thought that turk was a boy well, yeah, and and Turk is not a boy. No, Turk is a girl. Yeah, and he, and he's and he's voiced by a female, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, and um, I don't that just did not click for me. I don't know why, but it just did not click. I thought Turk was a boy as well. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I think he. I think they gave um, Turk like more masculine, I guess, characteristics. Yeah, maybe because we can even tell. We can even tell from. The female gorillas from the male gorillas, kind of like how they well, acted, yeah, and their mannerisms. Well, as we're wrapping up here, we kind of went through kind of a little bit of the found family. We've went through that sense of belonging, finding your place in the world. And if you're out there listening, and <laughs> every you're, time you say that, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know Michael W. Smith. <laughs> yes. yes, and I love that song. It it's is a great one song. of the best ones that, from him. If you're listening out there. And you're struggling with, you know, purpose or you're feeling like you don't belong. If you don't attend a church or if you're attending a church, just surround yourself with godly men or, and or women and come into partnership with God. And through prayer, discipleship, you'll find that that sense of your purpose, your belonging, your, again, to quote Michael W. Smith, your place in this world and it won't happen overnight. It is it is a journey, just like the Christian walk. It's not a race, it's a journey. Yeah, and you don't have to surround yourself only with Christians. I think that's not good well, yeah. either. It's, it's just like if you like on, only like one food, it's like, oh, I only surround myself with PB&J. <laughs> yeah, you know, liking it back to, to Tarzan, um, he ultimately decided to stay with the gorillas because... That's where, but he, he had Jane with him. So they were, and, and her dad, actually, um, they all stayed and, um, and were sort of the living in the world, but not of the world kind of a thing. So um, if you conceptually think of the, the ship that was, the ship that was taking them back to England um, as like going to, going back home to where they belong in heaven, if you will, then you know, he was basically deciding he's he's not done yet with with being on Earth, and we all have a purpose here. So I kind of liken it to that anyway. I, I didn't really think of that. That's a good that's a good point. Oh, thank you. I just thought of that. <laughs>
And that's a wrap for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our redemptive analogies for Tarzan. Again, next week we will have our last guest for November. So be sure to check that out. We're really excited about it. And we wish you a happy Thanksgiving, which I know is next Thursday. So we'll join you guys again on Black Friday. Until then, keep those halos shiny and stay holy, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Andalusia podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with all the latest information. We would love to hear your comments and questions about today's episode, as well as suggestions for future episodes. You can message us on our socials or email us at contact at analuya.com. Music